Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. The action of the apostles in the book of Acts chapter 11, I draw your attention to this morning. Acts chapter 11, be reading, extracting two verses, 25 and 26. Acts chapter 11. 25 and 26. I'm reading the rendering in the NIV. So if any time I'm not in the King James, I will identify that. On the screen there for your convenience. And the Bible says, Then Bartimaeus went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. Two words I'll extract from the scripture and I will base my preaching on. Saul and Barnabas. I want you to remember those two names, Saul and Barnabas. And with the help of the Lord and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I want to preach on this subject, gifted for a purpose. Gifted for a purpose. Heavenly Father, once again, I humbly stand in the Holy of Holies with the Ark of the Covenant, as it were, in the midst of your people and angelic beings and spirits, God, those that are streaming, God, as they stand with me in the spirit and they lend an ear and a heart. I pray the Spirit of God would be upon me, Lord, not only in this pulpit, but to reach far and wide with technology, minister and lift up somebody, encourage somebody. Lord, bring a revelation to somebody and let it illuminate, I pray, as I preach the profound prophetic word of God. In the name of Jesus, I speak this into the hearts of your people. If you agree and receive, shout amen. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Let's give them an offering of praise as you're seated in Jesus' name. Gifted for a purpose. I got to thinking about my title and I realized that some people have natural gifts. They are born with giftednesses. They don't have to work very hard. Some are artistic. Some are studious. Some are athletic. Just natural God-given talents. Mechanical minds. Some are crafty. Some can write poems and poetry. Like myself, I say here, some can sing like me, and some can sing better than me. Natural giftednesses. Some among us in streaming, you are talented with interior design. You can make a beautiful home or room come to life. Some are naturally gifted with fashion or maybe finances. You are, have a knack for finances, or maybe your giftedness is administration, But somewhere within who you are, I think we all have natural gifts, just a natural tendency. Then there are some gifts that we have that we have to work at a little bit to hone to perfection. These gifts that people have are what you think of that person, how you identify them, how you see them is by their gift. In your mind, you may say, they can do, and you fill in the blank. They can draw. Give them a pencil and they can make a copy paper come alive. Give them a paintbrush and they can paint a canvas 
of a sunset and a scenery that will blow your mind. When you see that person, their giftedness seems to illuminate from who they are. Or maybe you think they are good at, and you fill in the blank. Grandma, I was thinking as I was preparing for this message, Grandpa, in that he was so crafty and good at making something from junk. How many times, I can't recall exactly, but I would throw something out and go, oh, I want that. He was, I, want, I don't know if he was the Hispanic version of Sanford and Son or I don't know how to classify him, but he had a knack of making things out of just plain ordinary junk. To our amazement, the family, as I reminisce a little bit here, he made toy soldiers for Christmas. I'm going to say out of plastic junk that us normal white gringo families would throw in the trash before Thanksgiving. Cracked plastic buckets, little buttons that pop off your shirt because your belly has blown them off. All these reasons and where he got his, maybe he got them from his own belly. I don't know exactly. It's possible or his, some of his boys have that ability. We don't know exactly. But he could make something. And I know even among us, when I think of skill sets, I think of people, they are good at that. How do they know how to do that? In my case, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I do have a couple skill sets. But for the most part, I struggle with hating people that have natural skill sets that I have no idea how it works. I'm preaching to you this morning about gifted for a purpose. And often these gifts allow us to make a living and excel at our job. You see, God has given you gifts not only for your gain and existence, but for God's earthly kingdom here on earth. You were gifted for a purpose bigger than your life. You were gifted for a reason that can and should outlive you, a purpose that extends into eternity. So yes, I'm preaching about gifted for a purpose. I like what James said in 117, the NIV renders, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. Yes, all good gifts come from God. Here's a phrase that you've said and maybe I've said, you know, that's a natural God-given talent. They are naturally good at this. Rush Limbaugh used to say, talent on loan from God. Today, I wonder how many of you have talent on loan from God. I've come to preach to you. I've come to encourage you. I've come to speak into your life that I would inject hope when you feel hopeless. I would inject faith when you were faithless and I would inject love when you felt unlovable because I know one thing pastoring for 22 years that even the strongest need encouragement to be the people God wants them to be. Can someone shout amen? As we promoted our community groups coming up, the core lessons that I've been studying and filming is called In the Gap. And I realize that even the strongest people that need encouragement, my statement comes from my study. But Nehemiah needed the king to believe in him. Esther needed Mordecai to help her seize her moment of destiny. You see, Noah needed his sons to work alongside him in building the ark. Every person needs somebody. David needs Samuel's affirmation and to realize 
his potential. And as a pastor this morning, I'm stepping into your life to tell you, yes, you are gifted for a purpose. I encourage you in the midst of this pandemic. I'm encouraging you in the midst of the virus. The bigger picture and the purpose is always God's kingdom. Someone shout God's kingdom. One of the greatest leaders of the church that I've ever known in history is the Apostle Paul. You see, early in his life, he found himself in a place of vulnerability, weakness, and danger. He desperately needed someone to stand in the gap for him. When you look back at Saul's life, you see him in the narrative of a deacon named Stephen that was arrested for preaching about Jesus preaching about the life-changing power of Jesus in the book of Acts. At his trial, he gave the Jewish elders and leaders a long explanation about the history of faith and the history of their faith and how it pointed directly to Jesus. But when he finished, they sentenced Stephen to death by stoning. They wanted to stone him. They didn't believe him. They took him outside the city and men picked up rocks and they took off their coats and they put them at the foot of a fearless leader, Saul of Tarsus. You see, Saul began to destroy the church going from house to house, the scripture says, and he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. Acts chapter 7 and verse 58, the Bible says, and after they had thrown him out of the city, they're talking about Stephen here. They begin to stone him to death. The witnesses left their coats with a young man named Saul. Amazing to me, a young man named Saul. In his almost obsessive search for Christians, Saul set out from and for Damascus. The purpose of the journey, the objective was he planned to arrest Christians there. He planned to wreak havoc on there, but on the way, hello somebody, he was gifted for a purpose. It had not resonated in his spirit. It had not manifested itself to mankind, but God had earmarked Saul of Tarsus to be something more than destroying Christians, something more than scaring people, something more than holding the coats as they stoned a Holy Ghost-filled man that day. But he was gifted for a purpose, and on his way, there was an interruption in the Spirit when God appeared unto him in a blinding light. I'm here to preach to somebody this morning on this January day that God has gifted you for a purpose. You might feel a hundred miles away from God. You might feel a thousand miles away from God, but somebody hear me this morning as we start into 2022 that God has gifted you and God has blessed your spirit and God has spoken to your life. Don't lose sight of that. This man was on his way to kill people like you and I. God said, no. I didn't make you for that. I didn't give you that brilliant mind for that. I didn't put you together for that and your DNA didn't come together for that. No, I created you for my purpose and there's going to come a time that I'm going to speak into your life. And so Saul's sight was restored and he was baptized and he went on into the local synagogue to begin to preach. Why? Because he was gifted for a purpose. And his message was the opposite of what everybody expected. Instead of denying Jesus and threatening those who followed him, he preached Jesus to the people. A radical change in his life. A giftedness 
Brother Tim, that was there. You see, if Jesus knows everything, he knows exactly where you are and what giftedness you have. He knows what you have available. But sometimes in the course of life, the distractions and the obstructions get in our way and we lose exactly the sight of why we are here. Acts chapter 9 and verse 21. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, Isn't he the man who raised havoc in Jerusalem among those who called on his name? And it, hasn't he come to take them prisoner to the chief priest? You see, at a critical and crucial moment in his life, in the history of Christianity and the movement, the Jews hated Saul and accused him of betraying them. And the Christians were too afraid to trust him. He was in a tough situation. He was trying to capture and kill them just the other day. And then a gifted man, another gifted man, for a purpose, enters into the story. Enters into the narrative in the backdrop. And in our scripture text, I talked about a man named Barnabas. He was a man that entered into Saul's life. You see, this is what we know in scripture and history that Saul, he heard Saul's story about what happened on the road to Damascus, his preaching in the city and his escape. And he believed every word. And Barnabas, here's the thing. He was a credible man in the city. He had integrity in the city. And to perpetuate the effectiveness of Paul, there had to be a Barnabas somewhere that was gifted to come alongside this man, that God would use both of them. They merge on the freeway of Christianity at different on-ramps, but God puts them together. Why? Because there is a giftedness for every one of us. And no matter how long you've known God, no matter when you merge on the freeway of Christianity or you're at the off-ramp trying to think, what am I going to do? I'm here to preach to you this morning that God is gifting you to do something. You may not see it. You may not, you may not hear it. You may not believe in it. But I, as your pastor, am preaching a prophetic word word to you today. Yes, you are gifted for a purpose. Somebody shout, I am gifted for a purpose. Hallelujah. If I could get a little bit more monitor. Thank you, brother sound man. <clears throat> I am gifted for a purpose. And had it not been for Barnabas, who knows how different Saul's life might have been. And so contrasting stories Saul later became the writer of much of the New Testament, a man who planted churches across the Roman Empire and probably the greatest leader to the church that we had ever known. But had it not been for Barnabas, who knows the different life that Saul could have been, somewhere in the group of who we are, Somewhere in the context of those that are streaming, I'm preaching to some Saul's and I'm preaching to some Barnabas's. It's time to come together and to support this local church and to support the mission and to support the direction. Why? Because every one of you, I believe in my pastor's heart, is gifted for a purpose. Gifted for a purpose. There's a little bit of echo up here now. I'm sorry. But I talked about at the outset of my message, you have a natural giftedness. You have a natural hobby that you like and you do and you excel out. 
And maybe some of your hobbies are a little time to decompress, to gather your thoughts and your wits. I've seen several of you in our church that can paint and you post on social media. And I can't even win one round of Pictionary and I hate you. (laughs) But thank God I come every Sunday and I repent and I love you when I leave here at least. And then you post those annoying pictures of artistic ability. And I work through that again. And some of you can build and repair. And some of you can do a lot of things. Everybody can do something. But I'm just simply saying that God has put this message in my heart, a brand new message that I've been working on all week. No, this message wasn't given to me last month or last week. I didn't hear somebody preach this message. I didn't download this off Google, but God, the Holy Spirit, downloaded it into my heart. Why? Because the Holy Spirit of God knows the pulse and the heartbeat of this church. And some of you need to hear a confirmation of a voice today. I am your confirmation of a voice. I am your pastor. And God's saying, preach this to the people on January the 9th because we're going into a brand new year with 11 and a half weeks left. And it's time that my people understand that every one of you are gifted for a purpose. Someone shout, I'm gifted for a purpose. And so whether you are the soul that his name was changed to Paul for the Jews among us, or maybe you're Barnabas, You don't feel like I'm the lead guy. I'm not the trendsetter. I'm not a John the Baptist. I'm not a Noah. I'm not an Esther. I'm not a Mordecai. I'm somebody a few rows deep, but somewhere in this, God has a purpose in my life that I'm going to support and I'm going to give and I'm going to believe. Why? Because I'm gifted for a purpose and God has put me together for this local church to make things move faster and to reach more people and God's going to bless our efforts and he's going to order our steps. But I need us to understand that every one of us, someone shout everyone, is gifted for a purpose. And we're nine days into 2022. And God is reaching for you. You're streaming online. Yes, I'm talking to the lows that are streaming. God is reaching for you. That he's going to heal you. And he's going to restore you. And when these things come together, that you shall bounce back and realize that I am gifted for purpose. I was down for a week. I was down for 10 days. I was down for 14 days. But God's calling and God's purpose and God's anointing was not wasted. Why? Because what I was yet down, I begin to think about how good God is. While I was yet down, I begin to think about my giftedness. While I was yet down, and maybe for some, God has slowed you down on purpose. In our faith, we have a hard time putting that in context. If all things work together for the good, and those of you that can't be here today, there's a host of you, and I feel for you. But maybe in your downtime, this is your modern-day trip to Damascus, where Saul was on his way to kill Christians. And God said, now is the moment that I must prove to the people that I have anointed him and I have appointed him and I have gifted him for the purpose of the kingdom of God. So what does he do, Brother Tony? He blinds him. That'll slow you down. 
And those that are streaming and you're sick, thankfully, that's not your case. But maybe just the flu symptoms or the cold or the pandemic or the Omicron and it's got you kind of quarantined. And maybe it slowed you down. And I've come by as your pastor to say, hey, think about what Saul was thinking about when he could not function for several days in a week. What was God doing to him? Somewhere, everything works together for the good to them that are called according to God and the purpose. Yes, I have a purpose and it's a good purpose and it's a great purpose and it's working for mm, somebody hear me this morning and so if God has slowed you down don't be a woe is me but if it's working together there's a purpose there's a purpose you're quarantining there's a purpose you're stuck in your room or your house so that you can slow your thoughts down and say God it's a brand new year I have been gifted. I have gotten sloppy. I have drifted away from my calling. I have lost the excitement. I have lost the energy. God, is it possible, God, that you have slowed me down that as I'm quarantining by myself or my family that I need to find some little corner to get back and talk with you? I'm here to tell you, my friend, as your pastor, yes, that could be the reason. Yes, you're in a position to get with God. Yes, you're in a position to think about what your life is all about. Why? Because you are gifted for a purpose. Another purpose, and I want to affirm, is nuestros inglesia in español. Estamos casi listos. Después de la pandemia, nuestro primero culto es muy, muy cerca. Estamos casi listos. Estoy emocionado. ¿Por qué? Porque es una nueva iglesia en español. Can't talk right now. You shouldn't be. Put those things on vibrate. Kind of busy. I'm at work. Todos Latinos, escúchame muy bueno. Nuestros iglesia, estamos casi listos to relaunch or maybe to relaunch. <laughs> Como se dice relaunch, no idea, pero relaunch, muy cerca yo pienso. Huh? And I think that's pretty close, maybe not. But I want you to be encouraged because I'm calling all gifted. Talk, I talked about natural giftedness, then I talk about some gifts you have to work on. There I am with my Spanish. But I'm, if you're streaming, if you're here, if you're listening to this message in an archive, and you are bilingual, you are gifted for a purpose. You are gifted to help pursue the vision. You are a Barnabas to me and this local church in the Hispanic and Latino community. 
that you have friends and family and neighbors and coworkers that don't speak or understand the English language as well as they do the Spanish language, that they can't express themselves in English. And so they are looking for something. And God has sent us and put us together that you are naturally gifted for the Spanish language and you are bilingual or bilingue. I'm working very hard at it. I study every week. I practice. I talk to myself. I do everything. I'm about ready to preach again. So I'm going to say, vamos por mas. Come on, vamos por mas. Let's go for more and see what God's going to do. But if you are gifted and you can naturally speak two languages, Spanish and English, then I'm here to tell you, I'm the Barnabas in your life. I'm going to come alongside you and say, come on, come with me to preach to the neighborhoods, to preach to the cities, to preach to the hedges and the highways and the barrios and the Logan and all these things. I need your help. So Spanish, Latino people, get ready. Casi, 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 or casi llegamos. God is going to use us, and we're going to do something. I'm excited. I know the last part better than I know the first part. Estoy emocionado. You see, I'm kind of half gifted, but I'm working very hard to be gifted. But here's the thing, my friend. Listen to me, the Latinos. Together, we are gifted for a purpose. And I firmly believe, yes, I've said it before, that la pandemia has slowed us down. But it did not squash the dream. It did not kill the fire. It did not ground me to powder. I still study every week. I still practice. I still read. I still write. I still speak. I'm still working. I'm practicing. But I don't want you to be dismayed in the process. We are getting closer. There are a lot of moving parts from lessons to printing to music to help to commitment to time, etc., etc., etc. There's a lot of things going on. But I want the Latino community in our church to begin to start talking. Hey, it's coming. Great things are happening. What do you mean? I'm gifted for a purpose. I speak two languages. Pastor needs me. The kingdom needs me. True Vine needs me. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to contribute. I'm going to make this happen. Yes, you are. And hear me, my friend. I need you. The kingdom needs you more important. And so I'm asking as we close this morning that every one of you think about the purpose of your gift. In the sports world, you'll see players, we're in football season mainly right now coming to a close. They'll say he is just naturally gifted. God-given talent on the football field. And I don't just keep that in the sports arena. That You know, that's true in the kingdom arena. So let me ask you this morning as I close one question. Two contrasting men I preached about. On the front side... One was a troublemaker, Saul of Tarsus. He changed his name so the Jews would receive him. He was so bad that he couldn't even go on with his birth name. That's pretty bad. In our day and age, that would be like you coming to God and receiving the new birth experience. And you know what? I got to change my name. 
because I'm not going to be effective. You're pretty bad. But I want you to notice when God blesses. I want you to notice, we give credit to God, but I got to give some credit to Paul that he turned his life around and he pursued the things of God. Compliments to the humanity side of him. Kudos to Paul leaning into God. And when Paul's life concludes, half this New Testament was penned by him. Some of it in jail. Some of it instructing the churches. But somewhere, Paul had an encounter with God. And Pastor Nolan, from that time on, he radically turned his life around. At some point, I had a radical encounter with God. I was 23 years old. Going to church but not contributing. But Brother Tim, I look back now, I was gifted for a purpose. But I didn't see the purpose and I didn't recognize the gift. I had an encounter with God that changed the trajectory of my life and my family. From age 23 to this morning, I stand before you at age 61. You see the transformation of somebody saying, God, I'm gifted for a purpose. I don't want to waste it. I can make a living. I can make a great living. I can make it in the marketplace, but that's not why I'm gifted. So, Brother Tony, I gave everything to God. Not knowing where it's going to take me, not knowing the time constraints, not knowing the contribution. I had two kids and I was married. And I said, God, I give you everything. I'm not even sure what that means. But I pursued, Pastor Nolan, my commitment. And I'm preaching to people that are listening and watching me. That maybe in the context of me, you're between 23 years old and 61 in your mind and spirit and contribution to the kingdom. And I'm just here to encourage somebody to tell you that you are gifted for a purpose. And if you use that gift completely on the marketplace, God can't bless that. You see, people can make it, but I can't afford for the blessings to be lifted off my life. There are successful people in the marketplace, 
But if they don't know God and they're not committed to God, the blessings of God is not laid on top of their success. What he's saying, I'm simply saying, my friend, you have both. Both worlds to juggle and to balance, whereas I did too, whereas Paul did too. And so my desperate plea this morning for you is to focus on that giftedness and the purpose in which it came from. Every good gift comes from above. And if it comes from above, in some part, form, or fashion, it needs to impact his local kingdom. Or you're hoarding. Or you're being stingy. Or you're being selfish. Or you're being inconsiderate. If the gift comes from God, and I don't include him in the gift, how does he keep gifting my life? So I'm preaching to some Pauls this morning, and I'm preaching to some Barnabases. And God's calling you, January the 9th, 2022, little over 11 and a half months left. And let this service, if you're streaming, let this streaming service be your trip on the way to Damascus. To which you and God settle some things. To which you and God iron out a few things. And you begin to turn your energy and your focus, and your ambitions, and all your giftedness up unto this point, and you bring it back and you pull up to the table of servanthood. What are you doing here? I'm gifted for a purpose. Pull your chair up. What are you gifted for? I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm giving it to God. What can you do? Not much of anything. Pull up to the table. And that's exactly where some of you are here. And as with my Spanish church launch and my learning, you got to catch up with me here. You can't let the pandemic, the la pandemia, squash or kill your giftedness because it's for the purpose of God. Nothing in this world, no devil in hell, can squash the giftedness and the purpose that God has put in my heart for a Spanish church. And to go back when we started, I've had two of you that I've received as prophetic words into my life that you both independently of each other prophesied into my life that the Spanish church will outgrow the English. And I say, I received the prophecy. But watch now. We're not having church today. You having Spanish church next Sunday? Nope. But the prophecy is still there, Vanessa. Gustavo, the purpose is still there. And I've not let go. And those two spoken words into my life come from credible people that I respect and I look to that are in tune with God. Okay, that's me. 
Now, where are you in the giftedness and the purpose? God's reaching for you this morning. Online streamers, God's talking to you. I know you can't get to this altar. Come on, but you need to be talking to God in your spirit too. If God's omnipresent, he can descend right down there on your couch, at your desk. If you're sick laying in bed, I bless you. He can descend right down in that bedroom. But you've got to talk to God. Every one of us has been gifted. Let's stand this morning, please. I'm going to pray for us. And I'm going to ask God to reveal to you. In your sleep, give you dreams. Speak into your spirit. Let something that you read illuminate. A revelation, an illumination. To validate what you already know that's in your flesh. That you will be like Saul of Tarsus and you will rise up. And you will turn your life completely around and change the trajectory of your gift. I want to pray for us. If you're comfortable, please be comfortable. I'll open the altars to you, but be, be comfortable if you come up. Keep your mask on. I'll put mine on in a moment. Pray where you're at. People that are streaming online, I want you to close your eyes and pray. Heavenly Father, I speak to the church of the Temecula Valley that a prophetic word of giftedness and purpose, that those words collide and the trajectory of someone's soul and life is altered today. That I'm preaching to a soul that's hidden among us. Haramo hasataya. I'm preaching to a Barnabas that have always done right, but they need to help somebody. I'm looking for an Esther, a Noah. I'm looking for a Gideon. A giftedness among us and the purpose that's come to fruition. Those that stream, God, talk to someone's heart and spirit. Speak into their mind, God, this week, today. Wake them up with a dream, God. Affirm to them, God. Validate them, God. I pray the Spirit of God would extend beyond this service and call us and lead us and anoint us for purpose and kingdom purpose that we would walk in. I bless everyone that hears this message now in an archive format. Let the kingdom of God benefits in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.